Good morning and welcome to Ask Andy. This is a daily podcast about personal injury practice in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm Andrew Newworth. You can reach me at NeuworthLaw, N-E-U-W-I-R-T-H-L-A-W.com or on the web at, yeah, we're on the web or by phone at uh, 215-259-3687. So I want to talk to you today about how to do your job. If you know about Bill Belichick, who's the um, Patriots head coach, the football Patriots, his motto for his team is do your job. It is very simple. He gives you a job. You had better do it. If you don't do it, you are on the sidelines or traded to another team. So I sat in a deposition yesterday pulling what's left of my hair out because a young lawyer was ended up taking what was like a six-hour deposition in a case where a decent lawyer would have done the job in an hour and a half and would have been more insightful and more to the point and simply would have done a better job. So in my view, the young lawyer was not following the Belichick do-your-job advice. Now, being a lawyer, like there's kind of a weird situation going on when you're a young lawyer because there's really nobody watching you and helping you learn your job. So, for example, this was a lawyer who was two or three out of years out of law school. He, you know, looked like a young lawyer. He had a suit and all, like he looked like a lawyer, and he had a lot of files in front of him. But no one had really helped him, sort of figure out how to take a good deposition. Now, why does that happen? Well, he didn't have a partner sitting next to him because they can't bill an insurance company for that. So he's just in there alone, and most likely, most of the time, nobody's going to read the deposition transcript that he takes, so he doesn't get to learn, um, you know, how to take an effective, useful deposition. So how did I learn? How do other people learn? You learn kind of by getting bullied by more experienced lawyers who were sitting across the table from you. So that's what ended up happening yesterday. I ended up, you know, basically throwing a fit and telling the lawyer that he was a, you know, clueless idiot. Um, you know, basically in those terms. You know, unfortunately it had to be done on the record in front of my client. But... You know, sometimes the clients like that. They like to see that you're fighting for them. They like to see that you're pushing the other lawyer around. But, you know, frankly, like, there was no reason for that. This is a lawyer who was asking a whole bunch of questions about my client when he was six years old, nine years old, 12 years old, all this stuff. My client's a 54-year-old man. Has nothing to do with anything, and we were just wasting time. And ultimately, you know... The uh, the questions asked and the format they were done in just did not help make a good transcript for litigation. And that's essentially what you're doing. You know, if you're taking a deposition as a defense lawyer, you should be trying to figure out what the plaintiff's uh, positions are. You want to know what the plaintiff's witness is going to say about various medical records. You want to cross-examine the plaintiff on his medical records and whether they match up with what he's saying. And you want to get a sense of the case. So, 
you know, it's um, it's one of those things where, unfortunately, for some reason, <laughs> our litigation system is set up to be an adversarial system. Nobody's ever going to read the transcript that we took. Uh, most likely, this case is going to settle because it's a strong case. Now, what does that, you know, mean for young lawyers? It means, you know, there's you, you got to ask for help. But sometimes, you know, if you don't know to ask for help, you got a problem. There's, <laughs> I'm a Jewish lawyer. In Passover, there's, you know, a, a series of different sons who were addressed. And one is the simple son who doesn't even know how to ask a question. And that person, you kind of got to hold their hand and force feed them. I don't know where this lawyer fits on the spectrum, but... You know, the only way he's going to learn is by someone telling him, like, that was a terrible deposition you just took. That's not my place. My place is just to tell him he's doing a bad job. But, you know, his more senior partners or somebody at some point is going to have to read his deposition transcript. Now, there is a place often in medical malpractice cases for, you know, a longer deposition where there are a lot of medical records or there's varying... Uh, accounts or stories. But in a car accident case, which is what I was doing yesterday, there's really no reason for a four or six hour deposition on 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 any issue, particularly on someone's background. You know, I, I got no problem sitting there and having questions put to my guy. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, this is kind of silly and embarrassing is my general feeling. And a lot of times what you find with depositions is there's an insurance defense lawyer who represents the car accident insurance company. They are following a script. They really don't care too much because they have so many cases. And, you know, at the same time, the insurance defense lawyers are pretty experienced at their job. They are good at their job and they handle a huge volume of cases. So they can blow through most depositions in an hour, hour and a half, get the pertinent information and move on. To me, that's, you know, following the Belichick rule is doing your job. You know, get the questions out, get the person's background out, check their medical history, check their claims, compare them with the plaintiff and ask short, simple, concise questions to figure out, you know, what's going to be said at trial. Because you've got to be able to cross-examine someone. And with a six-hour transcript, you can't cross-examine pretty much anyone because it just is blather. So, you know, in the nature of doing your job, the other, you know, flip side of the plaintiff being deposed is me preparing the plaintiff for their deposition. Now, I consider to have done my job in the Belichick notion uh, when my client and I have discussed all of his medical records that matter before his deposition. So I'll meet with you a day or two days or three days ahead of the deposition. We'll sit down. We'll spend two or three hours preparing, talking about just what a deposition is kind of generically, what what is going to happen at your deposition generically, what happens at every deposition. And then, you know, more specifically about what the case is about, you know, what your injuries are. And before I meet with a, de with a client to, you know, properly prepare myself to meet with a client, I will have been through their entire medical record and their entire file. 
So I pretty much know everything there is to know about their case. I will know your case better than you do, and that will be true for the whole case. So the only thing I can't speak to that you can as the client is, you know, what it feels like, how it hurts, where it hurts, what's weird, what's different, what's not getting better, that sort of thing. So, but, you know, I will have been with a fine-tooth comb through every single page of your records. You, as the client, for the most part, haven't read your records. You know, that was, it's just clients don't read records for a bunch of reasons. One, medical record review is is semi-specialized. You know, it's not rocket science. There's a lot of abbreviations. But once you learn the abbreviations, you have a general sense of what, you know, the doctors are talking about. So I can read a medical record pretty well. But I'll tell you, I'm not a doctor and I don't know, you know, half of anything in the record. The only thing I care about is what the doctor is saying in English prose about what the client is saying. I don't care what his hemoglobin is. I don't really know, frankly, what a proper hemoglobin is or isn't. But I do care if the doctor says, client's doing great. He's, you know, trying out for American Ninja Warrior. So, I got to talk to the client about that. If the client says in his records that he's preparing for American Ninja Warrior, you're damn right I better be talking to the client about that before his personal injury deposition. So, you know, it's stuff like that. But if there's nothing in the record that is harmful to the case, the client needs to know that. You know, the client needs to know strong, weak, and everything in between about their case. They need to know roughly what kind of questions are going to be asked what the weaknesses are in their case. So they're prepared to understand what their testimony is and and how it's going to affect the case. So you just don't want your client walking in unprepared and getting whacked by a medical record that is contrary to anything that happens in the case. So that's, you know, basically the uh, dealing with young, inexperienced lawyers who are not, in my view, doing their job and the basics of of preparing a client for his or her deposition. That's enough for Ask Andy today. I hope all's well. Have a great day. I hold people accountable.